Hey, Hey, Chosen Girl fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to season six of the Tell Me About It podcast. This season, we are so excited to bring you more chats about where real life meets the gospel of Jesus. And stay tuned as this season, we are bringing you even more special guests. Plus a brand new mini series on Jesus, what he means to us and the specific words he spoke while here on earth. If you aren't caught up, feel free to subscribe and binge our first five seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you rated us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A nuggets with us and and let's let's get this party started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to our 100th episode of Tell Me About It. I feel like I need like those background, um, what do you call it? Like the, like the applause sounds. It's yes, like, I need the clapping one and I need the one that's like, choo, choo. yes, yes. You know, like all the fireworks because y'all, 100 episodes. Yes, how did we get here? That's, I was just thinking of it, you know, because I, I do actually appreciate numbers, though I'm bad at math. And I was like, that's 4,500 minutes at a minimum <gasps> you are so we, y'all have listened to us talk for that long god yeah. bless y'all that's insane no we are so incredibly thankful so thankful i can't get over it like the goodness of god the progression we actually just went back and watched our first episode because <laughs> i hate to tell you all this but they're all filmed like don't go back and watch them because we were like who are those people they don't even look the same no but so much <laughs> life has happened yes and i know it has for you guys too and so much growth Yes. And the Lord has been gracious and been with us and has been so kind to place Sarah and I together through so many ups and downs in our personal, professional, like ministry lives and what we've been doing that it's just been such a sweet gift. And it's, it's more than the silver lining. Like, yes, it's just, I have no words. It's been so sweet. I'm so grateful to all, like every follower, every listener, Mm -hmm obviously to the Lord. He has been so good to us with this. Mm-hmm. It's been such an outlet to uh, have a platform to, to talk about issues that we, we really do deal with yeah, and questions that we have and not just doing this to be another pretty girl in ministry, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't mean that as a diss to anyone, but like ministry can be looked at as so pretty. I hope that y'all see that we're kind of messy. Like, we're real. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're a wreck, everyone. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> but uh it's real and and thank you guys so much for being here, for rating and subscribing and mm. and just for hanging out with us. Like we do not take this platform lightly and we're we're just so humbled. So I I'm literally at a loss for words because I'm having a hard time just imagining that we've been doing this for nearly three years. Yeah, it was June first. Uh, 2019. Yeah. Wow. Is it, it's 2019, right? It was 2019. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm like, like, what is the year that we're I always in? mark it because it started um, three weeks after I bought my house. That's right. Yeah. That was just such a, it was such a, we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. It was such a fun time yes. to, to dive right in, not knowing what was coming next. But even now looking back, there are no regrets. None. No, like, it's all been it's all been a, a blessing, and that's straight up the Lord. Well, and you know we've talked about the origin of Chosen before, and how literally the podcast came to be two weeks before our launch date. <laughs> and Hunter was talking to me, and he was like, "Who do you want a co-host to be with you?" And I was like, "There's only one person that I have on my heart right now. Like, 
there's no doubt. And if she says no, we're not going to do the podcast because I feel like it's supposed to be her and it's my my bestie Liz. Child, and I'm she so always grateful. says yes for, to, to the shenanigans. Always, I'm down to clown. <laughs> and we really didn't know even like what Chosen Girl was going to be. Like we're kind of a ministry, we're kind of a community. Mm-hmm. You know, we're a little bit of both. We're this hybrid of just kind of a safe space. Like if you want to message us, like we'll message you back. Like we're here for you. If you yeah. want to listen and just be a listener, we appreciate it. Like mm-hmm. I mean so amazing and now i mean it's it's grown so much with with the teas like the business side of things we are in over 100 retailers yeah through our wholesale division across the united states that carry you know a couple chosen girl styles per boutique or gift shop you know we have some bookstores and coffee shops in there too and i'm like what even mm-hmm. what is happening it- it's wild. That TikTok said, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening? Literally. Exactly. That is us. But we're so thankful, guys. We're we're so incredibly thankful. And I think it's just proof of God's faithfulness over and over and over again. And um I'm thankful for for Sarah's obedience and like Since seeing well. for the for the vision of, of this ministry and then just diving right in. And I, I don't say that in a boastful way, but more of an encouraging that if you feel like the Lord has called you to something. Yes. Just take the leap and jump. I was literally about to go on that because I know that there's so many people, and I've actually talked to some people in my personal life about things that they feel like they're supposed to do, whether it's start a podcast, even just about something, you know, Mm -hmm. social or pop culture or whatever, or start a blog or even be a guest writer on a platform or whatever your yes is that you need to say yes wholeheartedly to. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times, the number one common denominator that I see for people not doing it is for outward opinion. Yeah. Or it's because because of fear of outward opinion. And I'm like, man, I I was really skeptical with kind of like, what is Chosen Girl? Who are we going to be? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's already so many ministries and communities like this out there. Like, you know, will I just be white noise with this? But it hasn't been. No. And, and everybody has their people Mm -hmm. and you've got to lead in your lane. And I'm like, I don't want to look back at the end of the day and think, wow, I could have done that. But I was worried about somebody's opinion who I probably like wouldn't even remember what they did or said at this point. True. You doing it for man or God? It's a question we got to ask ourselves on the daily. Yes. On the daily. Yes. And it's not easy. It's not. If faith were very real, like faith is, it's hard. It is hard. Yes. I think oftentimes we talk about how easy it is, but it it is also, it's simple, but not necessarily easy. You're right. It is a relinquishing of, of control and it is putting your full faith and trust in someone else. And that's really hard when we're taught our whole lives to keep control of our lives. Yes. It does come down to control and relinquishing that trust to God and, mm-hmm. and opening our hands and not having the our our fist clenched so tightly right. wrapped around what we think is our fate. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Nope. We we have y'all, we think we have control. We don't. We really we Ain't do that the not. truth. And I don't want it. I don't I don't want it either. Like I can definitely call myself a control freak sometimes, but at the end of the day I'm like, Lord don't me don't let me be the orchestrator of all this because <laughs> you girl will mess it up. I feel that. I feel that so deeply. But you know, at the end of the day, 
it's it's even if this were just for for one person to come to know Christ deep deeper to yes. to walk in faith a little bit bolder it would have all been worth it for sure and i remember something that we used to say at the very beginning mm-hmm. like talking about quote unquote saving the saved mm-hmm. because it's such a cultural thing to mm-hmm. be quote unquote born again or yeah. a christian especially in the southeast United States, which I was trying to look it up on here, um, but my internet isn't loading. Like, there's there's people like in other countries that listen to us still, and I'm like, hey y'all, thank, like they probably yeah. like, what kind of accent is this? Like, <laughs> honey, this is Nashville. This is the OG Middle Tennessee. Um, Some foothills, yes, the, yes, the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. That's but right. um, just thinking about, oh man, where was I going with this? We used to say saving the saved because yes. it's such a normal thing to be mm-hmm. a Christian, a quote unquote Christian. But is it a normal thing for us to be actively following Christ? Yeah. And that was the burden that birthed Chosen Girl. Yeah. Of like there are so many Christians living complacent mm-hmm. and settling for less and just putting God in a corner of their life mm-hmm. and not letting him encompass their whole life. Now, y'all, we hadn't got this right. We're working on it. Yes, but we're trying. Yes, yes, we are working on it. And we, we, this is an invitation. This podcast, this ministry, mm-hmm. this community, this is an invitation for you to try to do the same with us. Mm-hmm. And we have messed up. We will continue to mess up, but we'll continue to keep trying. Amen. Because I don't want to look back on my life. I don't think that anybody's looked back on their life as a devout follower of Christ and think, man, I really didn't have to follow Christ as much. Never. Like, I didn't have to trust as much. I didn't, like, I could have worried more or I could have, you know, controlled things myself more. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody has or will say that. I think that a regret that you hear more often is, I wish I would have started sooner. Yeah, that's so true. And if you went back and listened to any of our, or if you've been following us since the beginning or went back and listened to some of our early episodes, <clears throat> then you know that we talked about the dip. So, daily pursuit. Um, your identity and your purpose and having those in Christ and that how that is truly the foundation of, of what it means to just follow, to follow God. Yes. And Sarah's absolutely right that you don't get it right 100% of the time, but I'm so thankful for our God who cares that we showed up more than if we got it 100%. Yes. And I say that not as we shouldn't be striving for that, but that's the beginning. Yes, it is. We serve a God that loved that that loves beginnings. Um, I was, if, if you, especially if you've been following along this season, then you know that um, I've been reading the Bible in a year and I've been on that challenge. And I was, um, Sarah asked me today, you know, what, what have I taken away from it? And I can't help but say um, the constant and the, um, the gentle and approachable and the steady just presence of God that has come from it. And that's that same wish that we both have for all of our mm-hmm. listeners and those who in- interact with our ministry, that they have an opportunity, an invitation, um, not just from God himself, but from from other believers saying, this is the God that we serve, who yeah. um, is who will come to you, who will rescue you out of the, the lowest lows and celebrate with you on the highest highs that will get you to the highest highs, um, but keep you in the lowest lows from, from all... Um, really just some of the despair that can be there too. We know that life's not perfect, but there's such a a joy knowing that there's a constant, a solid rock 
it's that that babbling stream that it's it's slow and steady and still rounds the rocks um mm. it's just there are no words to describe the love and the the joy the safety um just the sovereignty that i have found in jesus and we hope that you all if you haven't experienced that that you will take this as an open invitation if you don't know christ personally that this is your invitation to get to know him personally because he wants yes. to know you. But, and if you know Christ already, this is your invitation to, to keep that flame going. Um, and it's, it don't let the, uh, the logistics of it all keep you from starting, from taking that first step, from, from continuing to, to grow, to learn. You know, if you're, if you're interested in learning or like, well, I don't have a mentor. That's okay, honey. Ask the Lord for one. Mm, he will okay. send it. I don't have a, I don't have a church community, honey, ask the Lord. He will send it. Yes. And you're like, I don't have the words to say, ask the Lord. He will give it to you when you need it. Yes. My brother actually has a podcast as well. Yes. I'm so proud of him for just sleeping in. It's, it's so him and his best friend and it's called <laughs> the unbiased podcast. And it's about sports, but they talk about God too. Like they yes. talk about a lot of things. And uh, he was talking about in his latest episode, um, how he wanted God to give him a desire to know his word better. Mm -hmm. And he did. And yeah. God like totally delivered on that. And he's like deep in the word. And I'm, I'm so proud. I'm a proud big sister yes. right here. Like we're five years apart. And so it's really cool to like have an adult relationship with my uh -huh. little brother too. But, uh, he's like, I was thinking about it and like, why wouldn't God answer that prayer? Like, exactly. why would, why would God not want me to mm -hmm. get to know him better? Why would he hide himself for me? Mm -hmm. And, um, I just, I thought that was like a mind blowing moment, honestly, yeah. of like, wow. Oh yeah. Why would not, why would that not happen? Mm -hmm. And, and I do think that some things take time. If you're, if you're looking for a church family or if you're looking for a mentor, you definitely want to be wise in, in who you trust mm -hmm. and, and things like that. But man, in the meantime, get in the word, like God wants a relationship with you. Yes. Like he wants you to, to know him and, and, you know, I I do not like that quote, God works mysterious ways. That is not in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And I do think some aspects of God are mysterious. He's clear when he says, you know, now you see through a glass that is dimly lit, but mm -hmm. one day, you know, you'll see all things clearly. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other verse that says, my thoughts are higher, my ways are higher. Mm -hmm. So clearly God is sovereign and God is all-knowing, all-wise, and he, he knows some stuff we don't know about. Yes, he does. But... I also think at the same time that God's not here to play games with us. And if he is keeping something from us, he knows that there's a reason because he's sovereign. And he's He's not only sovereign, but he's sovereign and loving at the same mm -hmm. time. So I didn't mean to get off on this like super no. deep. But y'all know how we are. Uh, but today we are so excited to continue our talk about Jesus, how we've gone into the words of Jesus with each individual gospel, with the What He Said series. I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed it, especially the episode of John. I hope that you guys enjoyed it as well. But we're wanting to hone in on a concept that's talked about in Matthew 15 and maybe 16. And it's where Jesus is talking to the disciples and mm -hmm. he's like, who do you say I am? Yeah. And the disciples are like, some people say that you're John the Baptist or, you know, this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. And he's like, but who do you say that I am? Yeah. 
And I truly believe, and I know you agree with me, Liz, not to put words in your mouth, that that's a question we all have to answer. Yes. Like, who Mm -hmm. is Jesus to me? Mm -hmm. Because that aligns, one, directly with a personal relationship with Mm -hmm. Jesus. You're right. And two, casting aside all opinions or even tradition, religion, things that you have been taught, and he's not just Jesus as a nice person or as the the guy that you were taught about in Sunday school. Who is he in your own life? Mm-hmm. What titles does he hold in your own life? Yep. And what role does he play in your own life? And so in honor of our 100th episode, we've invited a few friends um, to send us voice segments of mm-hmm. who who is Jesus to them. And they're full of wisdom. Y'all. Like, we, we have the best friends, you guys. Friends of the pod, friends of real life, the whole shebang. I can't, it's just like iron sharpens iron. Yes. And the closer that you draw to Christ, the more um, his people also will draw to you. Yes. It's like you can't, it's, you can't even keep it in if you wanted to. Yes. It's like you just, you go from being like a full bucket to a bucket with holes and you just radiate the closer you get to God, the more you just radiate the love and, and the truth of Christ. And we all have a longing for it. Yes. And his people will come and you will find them and they will find you. And, and you, you just have no idea how much um, being a beacon, a light for Christ, um, a mouthpiece to, to spread his truth can benefit not only yourself, but other people. And that's truly just the greatest commission going out and making disciples. And we're so thankful that we have the sweetest friends who make disciples out of us and who encourage us to do the same. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you guys, I have always been surrounded by great people my whole life. I am very thankful to think of really sweet friends, even if it's just one or two in a particular season of my life. But I'll tell you, when you become an adult, and Mm -hmm. to all of my 20-somethings out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about right now. It is hard to have adult friends Mm -hmm. because life, you go to work, you go home, you eat dinner, you watch TV or go for a walk or whatever you do. It's your nightly routine. Then you go to bed. bed. Mm -hmm. Then you get up and start again. But I'm telling you right now, two years ago, I decided personally to become intentional about friendships. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, life is so short. We need good friends. Mm -hmm. And of course, like Liz is my best friend. My sister is one of my best friends. I have so many friends and cousins from different walks of life who are my great friends. But I was talking about I'm becoming intentional in my day-to-day life Mm -hmm. with friends. And y'all, it takes work. It does. But it's worth the investment. And Hunter and I decided actually it's one of our um, like quarter year resolutions last fall Mm -hmm. that we were going to we were going to have friends that we spent time with quality time with that. We kind of like the family you choose, Mm -hmm. you know, to do life with you who are your age coming alongside of you doing life with you. Mm -hmm. And it's, they love you just because you're there with them in that season, Uh in that same age group, you know, nothing against different ages. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you're experiencing the same things together. And it has been the biggest blessing, but mm-hmm. I will say, first, you've got to pray for him. Yep. Second, you've got to work for it. You've got to keep communication open. You've got to make sure you have time to see each other. And, and it's an investment. And I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's, I would say over work, it's an investment because you're putting in something, but you're getting something in return. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's, that is true. 
Yes, it is an investment that does not return void. (laughs) Yes, and Liz is the queen of that, in my opinion. If y'all ever have any questions about maintaining friendships, message us and I'll direct them to Liz. (laughs) You are so kind. You do it so well. Well, I'm just thankful that the Lord has brought so many amazing people along. But I'll just share this one quick tip that helps me. And I'm not always perfect at it. But when you think of someone, just send them a message. (sighs) It's so simple. Because it... Every time someone does that to me, it makes my day. Yes. And you may be making someone else's day. Yes. Amen, girl. Um, Liz, Mm -hmm. who is Jesus to you? Oh, my gosh. A rock. The rock. Yes. To which I stand and all is built. And it's, you know, um, I think when I think of when I think of a rock, it's like, you can think of, we all have an an image that comes to mind and y'all know I love metaphors and, and imagery, but I don't necessarily see just like a really jagged rock or anything, but almost like on the the side of a a cliff where where it comes out where you can stand Mm -hmm. and it's really flat and you can see. Yeah. And it's like that, that spot where the, either the sun rises and hits first or the sun sets. And that's the last thing that you can see from that spot and it's um it is a it's a peaceful spot it's a resting spot it's a it's a safe space to to build upon um and there's enough room mm-hmm. there's enough room for for you and for all the people and all the things and um it's jesus is that's what jesus is to me that um, was beautiful sis thank you you're it's, welcome I I really am at a loss for words, which I feel like doesn't happen to me often because I always have a thought about everything. (laughs) But really, I mean, because of who Jesus is and continues to become, it's he's evolving. Um, Not that he's changing, but I am to Mm. know him more, to know him deeper. He reveals more and more um, about himself. And God has been so, so kind in the whole, the way that the Holy Spirit, it's, it does take an invitation but if you invite the Holy Spirit to come into your into your heart, into your life, and to open your eyes to share to shed just a bit of wisdom, it'll change your your world perspective. That's so true. It you know it comes to mind. Um, I'll share that my dad was a pastor, and he was not always a Christian. wasn't necessarily raised in a Christian home, mm-hmm. um, but came to know Christ later in life after just like about with he was kind of a, a little bit of a drunk and like all these other things. And when he finally came to, um, to know Jesus, he was like, wow, the world's going off and leaving me. And the Lord spoke to him and said, no, you're leaving the world. Oh my goodness. That's so And profound. that always stuck with me. And is that in that spot on that mountain cliff side, looking out at the rest of the world that I'm not being left behind, but I've been invited to take a to take a step a new perspective a step higher closer to god closer to his holiness and his righteousness that's a word right there a place where i don't belong and that's yeah. okay but i'm still invited there's a seat for me um and so that's what that's what jesus is a, a god that that loves so deeply so consistently so kindly so gently so fiercely mm-hmm. um and to know that we have been called to the same and he is our example. Yes. That's to wrap, just wrap all that up. That's Jesus to me. 
Amen, girl. I felt like that was a lot, but you know. <laughs> no, girl. It was beautiful. Well, thank you. So, Sarah, tell me, who is Jesus to you? So, the first word when I think of Jesus is friend. Mm-hmm. And our dear friend, uh, Georgia, says the same thing. But I also, like, the way that I would kind of pivot from that mm-hmm. is a f- perfect friend with father-like qualities. Mm-hmm. Like, the nurturing or... And I guess that that's also like a motherly quality as well. But mm-hmm. the knowing what's best for me and gracefully giving me that or protecting me from that or withholding mm-hmm. me from that. Mm-hmm. And I guess that that gets into the sovereignty of God. But I think about the times where I have been in my highest highs, my lowest lows, and the friendship of Jesus has been so consistent Mm -hmm. yet in my lows, I felt it so much stronger. Yeah. So when I say he's the perfect friend, I think about the times, you know, that you've been there for me in, you know, Valley times and, Mm -hmm. and hopefully vice versa. Oh yeah. And, and that's when you're just so humbled by how Mm -hmm. Jesus can perfectly meet a need that mm-hmm. you might have not even known that you needed, whether it's a time of disappointment, a time of grief, a time of anxiety and worry. And I, I mean, we've all had those. I've all had, I've all, mm-hmm. I've had all of those. And they were just, I just think of like a puzzle, like when you're trying to fit in like those last few pieces. And that's to me, the most satisfying part mm-hmm. of when it's just like, I see it now. Yeah. Like, that piece fits perfectly here and this piece fits perfectly here. Mm-hmm. And then you look back and you see the bigger picture. And I think of how kind that is. Yes. And I realize, uh, y'all trust me, this all sounds very pretty, but there's times and situations in my life still where I haven't got to see the perfect picture yet. Mm-hmm. But still, as I'm putting the pieces together, just taking everything day by day, my needs are met for that day. Yeah. Just like when God, you know, provides the manna from heaven to the Israelite people. Mm -hmm. And they, he was like, do not gather extra. Yep. Just trust me for tomorrow's. And I'm like, what an amazing, like, first of all, I have the, the tendency to want to be like, no, if there's extra, let me gather it. Because Mm -hmm. like, no, let me give you fresh every day. Let me Mm. make, let let Mm. me make this fresh. We don't want that day old bread. We don't want that. Wow. And that's just the perfect friend mm-hmm. because God knows. I, I I remember times in my life, not to get Garth Brooks here, but where I've prayed for things that did not come to pass. And I didn't understand at the time why it didn't. Mm-hmm. But then God so gracefully allows me to see years or months or however long mm-hmm. later why. Yep. And he doesn't even have to let me know why. But he did. Yeah. And and I'm going through a couple of those things now where I'm just like, I, I really don't know why this prayer wasn't answered, mm-hmm. but I'm going to have to trust the way that you answered it the way that you did because you know. Yeah. And not only because you know, but because you love. Amen. And that knowing and loving combination mm-hmm. means everything to me. Um, another word that I think of, that is one of my favorite words that I use that I use quite a bit in the what he said series 
to describe Jesus as the perfect advocate. Oh, yes. Somebody who is standing in my place because I simply cannot Cannot. justify myself. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, she's with me. Got into the club. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So thankful. Uh, But... But we all, I think that when we hear the word friend, mm-hmm. it makes us all feel so warm. Yeah. And we, when we hear the word advocate, it makes me want to like drop a mic or something like justice was served or, you know, someone was, I'm trying to think of the right word that I want to say. Someone was protected yes. in the way that they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Someone was defended in the way that they needed to be. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what inside of me makes justice and fairness so important for me. I don't know if it's because I was raised in like, you know, be a good girl. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm definitely a perfectionist. You know, Mm -hmm. make good grades, yada, yada, yada. If you were raised in the 90s, you know as well. Like, there were high standards set for us in school Mm -hmm. and, and just the whole culture in which we live. So when someone's being treated unfairly, it aches me to my core. I'm like, that is not fair. Yeah. But the thing is about Jesus, we deserve the punishment for sin we sure because do. we are sinful. Mm-hmm. But the friendship, kindness, grace, and love of Jesus, at, well, of God as shown through Jesus, puts all of that aside. Amen. And says, I'm, I'm vouching for her anyway. Yep. And that's what wow. Jesus says to me. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you, sis. I'm so thankful. And and the fact that we get to talk about these things freely, one, it makes me wonder why I don't talk about this in public enough with people, which Mm -hmm. we are going to do an episode soon on sharing the gospel. Mm -hmm. And leading up to Easter, like guys, today when this, or I'm speaking to you today, uh, on April 5th, when this podcast comes out, Mm -hmm. you're just under two weeks away from Easter, which is unbelievable to think about, yes. but use this time, you know, get in the gospels. And, and that's something that I'm going to do. I've kind of been, I'm, I mean, I'll just be vulnerable with you guys. I've kind of been down on my Bible reading, just like doing the bare minimum, not like honestly going through the motions. And I'm like, if any time deserves the honor of going to the word and recounting what happened mm-hmm. so that my sins could be bought, it's now. Yeah. So we're getting in the gospels. Yep. And we're spending time in gratitude and humility and honoring what Jesus did for us so that we could be made right with God. Oh, yeah. It will, it'll it never return void. You know, we mentioned earlier about how the Lord loves beginnings, but he also loves to see a faithful heart. Yes. And one that comes back even when, you know, I'm not saying that necessarily we should all be riding through the motions of it, but right. coming even when you don't necessarily feel like it mm-hmm. or coming back even after a season when you feel like you personally failed. Yes. The Lord still delights in any time that you spend with him and, and all the more the the greater gift it is to us. Amen. Man, God is so good. God is good. And we are so thankful for that. And we're so thankful for you guys. Yes. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this next week. Mm-hmm. We have, um, again, with the intentionality with friends, we're so blessed to still be friends with our friends from high school Yes, that I met. Y'all have heard the story before. I met all of them on the same day, <laughs> literally 10 years ago. It'll yes. be 10 years ago this June. Oh, my gosh. And we meet at all of our houses. We popcorn around uh, and have Bible study every Friday night. Mm-hmm. And 
this Friday, they don't, they know it, but they don't know it. Like we told them, but we're just kind of hitting them with it. Uh, we're going to continue this conversation on who is Jesus to us um, with a group discussion that we're going to record. Mm-hmm. Because every time we do have a discussion, I'm like, man, I wish this was recorded. Like yes. this is some great content. So many times. Some people I really look up to and really admire mm-hmm. in their wisdom in my life. So really excited to continue this conversation, not only there next week. So stay tuned, make sure you're subscribed and all that. But also now with yeah. a few of our really close friends, friends of the pod, um, we had asked a few more than we have, but everybody has busy schedules and, and God is doing some amazing things in the lives of our friends right now. Yes. A lot of literal miracles being worked out. Amen. In the lives of some of our friends and guests that we've had on the podcast. So those will actually be in episodes soon, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll be excited to share with you. Can't wait. I don't want to give a spoiler alert to anything, but it's literally going to be God's faithfulness on parade. Yes. So amen. Just get ready. Have your flags out. We're going to wave them all day. Yes. But thank you guys for 100 episodes. We love y'all so much. We really do. Here's a few of our friends talking about what Jesus means to them. All right, friends. This first clip that we are so excited to share with you is from our dear friend, Georgia Brown. Georgia, the only way I can describe her is as literal sunshine. She is liquid gold. We just love... Liquid gold is actually, I think, what they refer to as like cheese. So... Never mind. She's just golden. So, Georgia, I know you will love that when you hear it. So, <laughs> Liz is over here laughing. Y'all can probably hear her. We're not cutting this out. Georgia Brown is a ray of sunshine. Please make sure you follow her on Instagram at I am Georgia Brown. Also, she has tons of original, amazing music in the Christian and gospel category on iTunes and Spotify. So, make sure go down her go download her songs. Gosh, I cannot tell you how many times I have jammed to her song on this side of heaven. It's talking about literally us being on this side of heaven with the fruits of the spirit. I mean, I just cannot get over her work and what God is doing through her and her ministry. She is so inspiring and I love what she has to say about her personal relationship with Jesus. So here's Miss Georgia Brown. Hello, hello, Chosen Girl fam. I cannot believe this is y'all's 100th episode. This is such a big reason to celebrate. Oh, I just love y'all so much. And I'm so grateful for the past 100 episodes of hearing such beautiful wisdom and just Holy Spirit inspired goodness. Oh, my stars. Oh, This is Georgia, by the way. Hello. I hope you're having a fantastic day. And I love this question. Who is Jesus to you? And there's so many names that I can think of when I think of the Lord. You know, you've got Elroy, the God who sees. You've got Yahweh, all these beautiful descriptions. And, oh, it's so beautiful that he has so many names, so many different facets. It's like a beautiful diamond that it just shines at every angle. But when I think of my personal relationship with the Lord... When I think of his son, Jesus, and the sacrifice that he made so that we may be in right relationship with him, I think of him as friend. Jesus is my best friend. We have a standing coffee date every morning as we open his word and we pray over people and the day and the days to come. And I entrust my entire life to him. And so, yeah, Jesus is my best friend and I pray that he is yours too. Have an incredible day and woohoo, let's celebrate all day long. Bye. Love y'all. 
So our next guest is Miss Bethany Harrison. She's been on our podcast before, and you all know just what how much wisdom she has. But most of all, she's so authentic. Um, knowing Bethany Harrison is just a safe space to really be your true self. It reminds me a lot of the the safety that we know in Jesus Christ and be able to bring ourselves at our best and our worst and be loved all the same. Um, here are her words on what Jesus means to her. Hey, chosen girl family. Um, it's Bethany Harrison. If you've listened to my episode on the podcast, um, you know, my story is kind of complicated. And when Sarah asked me the question, who is Jesus to you? Um, I thought, am I qualified <laughs> to answer that question? And I guess if we all have a relationship um, with Jesus, then we are qualified to answer that question. Um, One thing that I said on my episode of the podcast, and one thing I stand by even today, is that um, to me, Jesus has become a treasured friend. And I still have to kind of um, fight to see that side of our relationship as um, I come from a very legalistic background. So as I continue to quote unquote deconstruct um, some of those unhealthy um, twisted ways that I have um, developed my own theology in my own head, um, as I kind of navigate through that, I am continuously reminded um, how much of a friend he is to me. Um, and how much he cares about me and the details of my life. Um, one example is is even here lately, from going from a year ago to being right off a ventilator um, to this year, Sarah and Liz came to see me sing at um, a local event, and um, I got to stand on stage in a pretty dress and um, feel my whole self again. And I really just saw him all over that moment of just how deeply he cares about the little things um, that I care about. So I continue to stand by um, the viewpoint that he is just a treasured friend that has carried me through so much um, and has loved me through so much and continues to love me um, even when I'm not very easy to love, which is pretty much always. But um, even on the days when I'm really the hardest to love, um, he is there as a friend and um, companion and advocate and father um, and everything I need him to be and more. So I hope you all have a happy Easter um, and I'll be back on the podcast sometime soon. And can't wait to talk to you all again. Happy Easter, friends. Our next clip is by a young lady very near and dear to my heart, my own little sister, Lily. So Lily is a remarkable young lady. And I know that I'm biased because she's my little sister, but she's only 17 and she is such a deep well of wisdom. I don't know if you meet people and you can just tell they love the Lord. And I can tell you right now, if I did not know Lily and I just met her in passing, her love for the Lord just shines right through her humor, her smile, her personality, everything about her just screams joy, love, and Jesus. So Lily has an amazing YouTube channel. You can follow her on there. Her name is spelled L-I-L-L-I. Fun fact, I named her. So (laughs) 
I will take credit for that spelling. Um, and her last name is D-I-L-L-A-R-D. So make sure to subscribe to her channel. There's so much encouragement there. And here's Lily's thoughts on who is Jesus to her. Hey guys, my name is Lily and I'm Sarah's little sister and I'm honored to be on the podcast today. So when Sarah and Liz asked me the question of what does Jesus mean to me, my mind went in a million different little directions. I could go on the basis of he is the great I am, he is the beginning and the end and now he is so many things. But as I sat and pondered what he was in my own life, the words that automatically came to me where that he is the only constant he is the only consistency when we live in this ever like inconsistent world um so many things can happen but he rings true with his promises he is always there he is steadfast he is worthy he is never changing and that is so beautiful that we serve a God who doesn't only love us when we deserve it or only give us grace because we deserve it. If this was on deservance, none of us would be granted with any of the grace that God bestows upon us. But because we serve such a high priest, but like I think it's Hebrews eleven four says, we do not serve a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness. And it's so beautiful that someone who was in the seat of glory stepped down to take a step in our shoes so that we could have that ultimate example. Um, But getting, I got a little off track there. I'm sorry. Um, He is the only constant. He is the only thing that is going to carry us through this life because this life is so the opposite of constant. It is so changing. It is so um, awful. Like we can lose this person or lose this job or so many different things can go wrong or get in the way. But God is always there through it all, always constant. He is true to his promises, just like that Maverick City music song, Great is His Faithfulness. From the rising sun to the setting same, we will praise his name because he is faithful to us. So I know this was short, but that is pretty much it all summarized. So yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on here today. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Grove Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.